Everyone dreams about living an uncommon life, but how we define that dream is very different for each of us. And for most, it's a lifelong pursuit. Welcome to the Uncommon Life Project Podcast. We're going to introduce you to people who are living that life or enjoying the journey to get there. We're going to also give you some tools, tricks, and tips for starting or accelerating your own efforts to live an uncommon life, a life worth celebrating and savoring. Please welcome your hosts, Brian Dewhurst and Philip Ramsey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Uncommon Life Project. I'm your host, Philip Ramsey. And I am Brian Dewhurst. And here we are coming at you with another duo cast with yours truly and Brian Dewhurst. We have an amazing bio, but we will spare you the time. Uh, I do want to point out that we are trending in Belgium. Oh, I'm not, it said like top 10 financial podcasts in Belgium. Um, not sure how many people in Belgium there are. There might be six. We got to do some <laughs> research and reach out to our crew out there. <laughs> shout out to Belgium. If you're, if you're in Belgium. We got a shout out for you. <laughs> I bet anyway. Iowa is probably like the same size as Belgium. Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> But we have no idea for, for that. Uh, so we do want to highlight, man, giving us ratings and reviews is so huge for b- both Brian and I's, I don't know, encouragement. And it just helps us uh, on the rating. And so if you could do that, that'd be great. We do want to highlight Josh Dunwoody in February said, Philip and Brian have insightful yet approachable rapport that makes this show fun and easy to listen to. The guests that they bring on are great and have reliable stories to tell about achieving their own uncommon lives. Uh, the advice that UWP gives is relate uh, is relevant to helping anyone follow their path for themselves. Their perspective is very unique in an industry that seems anything but. Definitely worth subscribing to. Thanks a bunch, Josh. We should have yes, you on thank the show. You. Uh, love that comment. And if you want yours read, put a review on. We would love to read it and highlight it. Okay, today's topic. Could be a quick one. I should probably start the count or the timer. Start the timer. Because uh, I'm going to say 23 minutes. We're just going to push it. But it's about mentoring and coaching. And Brian made this amazing observation once. He's like, isn't it interesting in high school and when we were younger, we were always sought out to have coaches and mentors in our lives. Or I would say coaches more than anything. Um, but when we got older and uh, adulting, as we'll say, quote, unquote, we are like, that's like the furthest thing that we actually reach out to do. Yet, when did we see the most growth in our lives? When we had coaches and mentors. So this is all this show is about. And if you've listened to any of their shows in the past, one of the questions that either Brian and I will ask is, who are the mentors in your life that have poured into you to help you get to where you're at currently? It seems like everyone has that one or two people. Our question to everybody that's listening is, who is your mentor that is mentoring you to where you want to go? Mm-hmm. That's just the quickest question. Well, and I think too, when you get out of college, it's kind of that like, I've got everything figured out now. I'm going to go conquer the world and mm-hmm. I'm done listening to other people. It's time for me to shine my big bright light. And <laughs> that's the point where you fall flat on your face. Yep. I feel like. yep. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and when it matters the most, when life actually, if you gamify your life, then you need as many or more mentors in your life and coaches than you ever have. Because when you were younger, yeah, it, it means something. But man, when you're an adult, it really means something. Like this is your life. Yeah. Might as well be surrounding yourself with people that are pushing you and helping you move forward in this path. Whatever your path is, and I would say that would be the first thing, is know where you want to go 
before you figure out who's going to help you get there. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, 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 I truly believe that you can learn from anybody, anytime, anywhere. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're taking advice from a person that you don't necessarily want to be um, in that specific area, like let's say I, I don't want to eight to five. My mentor is a guy that has been working eight to five for 28 years. Like, eh. Not the guy. <laughs> not the guy. Now, I'm not saying that he can't be teaching you things in another aspect or subject in your life. Yeah. That's absolutely valid. But when you're talking about this uncommon path, who's helping you down this path? Who's coaching you, mentoring you, encouraging you to help fight through this? Maybe you have it, maybe you don't, but I'm telling you it is important. So let's go on that topic as I just went off for five minutes. Sorry. <laughs> well, I think I heard from a, I got this from a buddy of mine and uh, he sent me this this was like a guy that had written a book and he was like 70 years old and he had like 18 coaches at, at 70 years old. He had like a karate coach, foreign language coach, swimming coach, a dancing coach. He still wanted to dance with his wife, all these coaches and basically just pursuing his best self and knowing that he's not going to figure it out as fast or as good as if he, unless he had a coach. Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, especially in like a materialistic world, you know, where it seems like a lot of people it's, you know, I want a new car, I want a bigger house, or I want all these things. But what about wanting to be better at, at certain things, uh, and then potentially being able to earn more money? Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think it's, it's something that, you know, we have a business coach, we have, I'd say two business coaches, um, and that, you know, speak truth into our life. And, and I, as we meet with lots of people, one of the common denominators that we hear a lot is like people have these ideas or they want to do something that's out of the box or uncommon, shameless plug. Um, but the people in their life that they're asking advice from don't have that experience, don't have an entrepreneurial experience or, you know, don't do that. You need benefits. That's not safe. You know, all those different things that we hear, well, you need a retirement plan or you need all this stuff. And it's like, well, that actually is trapping you, not actually providing a safety net. Um, and so that's, I think so important. And and I think what we are to a lot of people is a coach or a mentor in that sense of saying, yeah, you can do this. Like we've done it. It's been hard. It's going to be one of the hardest things you've ever done, but you can do this. And here's the steps that we would take if we were you Mm -hmm. let's go. So I also want to just debunk something right now. And I think there is this stigma around having to ask for help that you are unhealthy or something. Like I think about marriage counseling. That's a big one. Oh, if my wife and I need to go to marriage counseling, it must be because we're doing bad and we need help. I would say that's the exact opposite than I would say. It's like one, you've recognized that you have a need Mm-hmm. And the best thing and the biggest characteristic I think of health is that you're asking for help to pour into me is that, or right. pour into the situation. Totally. Man, to me, that is a definition of health is when you can, one, be aware enough to be like, hey, I, I need a little help in this area. And so debunk that whole thing. If you're going to a marriage counselor, kudos on you. In fact, I should probably schedule a marriage counseling for my wife and I because we are doing good and I still want to continue that path. Want to stay there. I want to stay there. That makes sense. And so, but I think there's all too often this stigma of like, "Mm, you reach out to me, you're not doing good. 
And man, I'm telling you, it could be the most healthy thing that one does for their future mm-hmm. is asking for help. And we just did a podcast on financial guilt. It was the last dual cast we did. And, and, and that's a huge thing is like, hey, I just need help here. I'm struggling. Like, yeah. oh yeah. And people love to help people. Mm-hmm. We're <laughs> wired just, that way. We are wired that way. And so anyway, so anytime you have to ask for help or reach out to somebody like, hey, could you help me coach me or mentor me? Chances are 98% of the time they're going to say absolutely because you've humbled yourself enough to ask for that help and how much potential you have after you ask for help. Because inherently, we don't want to do things that are hard. Mm-hmm. That's why people get trainers at the gym. They ask for coaches to help push them in ways that they never would be pushed because inherently, we just want to sit on the couch and be and eat potato chips. Mm-hmm. That's true. Does that make sense? At least that's in my life. Um, but we don't, I would say it's not inherent in our, at least my life, that I can push myself without somebody else from the outside pushing me. And when I do have somebody from the outside pushing me, I, I, I work a lot harder. Yeah. So same thing goes with financially. Go ahead, Brian. So I think coaching to me, I want to differentiate the two, coaching and mentoring too, because they are different. Mm-hmm. Coaching is like you are paying someone for their advice or their help or their expertise. Like mm-hmm. if you have a swimming coach, you're taking lessons and you're paying that person per hour. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like for us and a lot of the stuff we're doing, you know, we're almost like entrepreneurial coaches or wealth coaches. And, and you know, we charge people a financial planning fee to do that. Mm-hmm. Mentoring is to me not paid. Mm-hmm. And, and there's a distinction there where you're asking that person for advice and for time. And there isn't a financial transaction taking place. But you also have to show that person respect and like doing the work. And if you ask them for their advice and they tell you to do something that you actually do it. It's a great distinction. And I think the other part to all this is the other side of the spectrum is having too many people you're asking advice from in your Mm -hmm. life and you get too many opinions and you, you paralyze yourself and you don't actually get traction. That's a great point because we see this often. And I would say a good example of this is your resume when you were looking for jobs and you kept giving it to people like, hey, tweak my resume, like give me feedback on my resume. And every one of those people had different feedback. <laughs> At some point, you're going to have to just pick the one that you trust the most and like, okay, yeah. I'll do it that way. Keep mm-hmm. going. Been great. These are great, great points. Yeah. So I think it's a matter of really like, do you want to coach? And if you want to get better at something, you know, to me, you want to coach to me, like mentoring is more like, I'm curious about something, you know? Um, Mm. like I want to, I want to switch careers and I think I'd be good at this. Well, then you're going to go seek out people in that profession. What is your day? Like, what do you do? How much do you make? What schooling did you have? What are your clients asking you for? Like, to me, that's more like mentoring of like aligning your skill sets and your strengths and talking to people of things that you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And if you get to that point of like, man, I'm going all in on this. Well, now you either got to go back to school or you got to invest in it. Like you got to put your money where your mouth is. if you're going to do it, I guess is Mm -hmm. to me the distinction. Yeah. Is it important to pay somebody? And Brian and I would both say, yes. Like if you have financial, um, I would say buy-in, you're going to have a little bit more commitment to get something done. That's been a tough transition for Brian and I because we used to do everything for free. And eventually we're like, we got to start charging people so they have skin in the game and they take this serious. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
it doesn't pay our bills that much. I mean, it, it helps, right? I'm not going to say that, but for the most part, it's because I want you to be committed here and I want you to have some kind of investment in this. So you take this serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And, um, so yeah, I think this is just a pretty simple topic, but it's, it's hard in the sense that I think most people don't have a coach or someone that's speaking truth in their life. And I think for me, you know, Philip has been that person on a lot of different levels, um, you know, over the last seven years. And, um, and even as we've kind of entered into, you know, more of a business coaching relationship with people, it's just been, it's been really good to help us get focused shoulder mm-hmm. to shoulder. These are our common goals. These are what makes us unique. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think wanting to translate that into, uh, our practice for families of just how do you come together with financial goals? How do you take the past of your financial, you know, shame and guilt, like we talked about, you know, successes, weaknesses, you know, typically one's a spender, one's a saver. Uh, how do you pull all that together and then craft a plan as a husband and wife to accomplish your goals? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of couples, it seems like need help with that. And it's, it's fun to enter in and be that resource for people to say like, well, what, what do you want? Yeah. And not attaching money to it. of just like, what do you want? Well, he wants to start a business. I want to take more time with the kids, you know, all these different things and helping people get aligned shoulder to shoulder of like, yeah, that would be amazing. You know, and stopping you, you know, I want to totally just edify you for a second because there's been times where we've sat down with a husband and wife and the husband's like, Hey, I want to do this uncommon path. The wife's like, I'd rather vomit my mouth. Thank you very much. Um, and the plan that Brian created of this example I'm thinking of was the perfect synergy of, Hey, let's pull up cash. And so if there's an investment that seems worthy and then the wife is on board, then they can completely go after that. So the husband felt completely loved in that because he was like, okay, my vision is now starting to come true. And the wife was like, but we're not doing it yet. I still have an control control of this. They're both on board at this point in their plan, the specific people, they've gone through and done the rentals. And guess who's the most excited about the whole plan? The The wife. wife. (laughs) Yes. And so to be able to do that and not just talk about this stuff, that's why I wanted to give a specific example of when you sit down with somebody and actually listen and there's people who are pouring out their true, like these are fears, like I would say in the most parts, hearing that and then helping them create a specific plan for them in their future. It's fun. And I would edify Brian in that. It's so fun to watch them start getting excited about their true financial goals and their plan. Yeah. Because that's a lot of times what people are lacking in this financial game is just a plan. Where are we going? We're just living life. And man, it's daunting and it's easy to fall into. So, yeah. So that- well, I think two points on that. One, I think you do a great job of getting people to open up and what do you really want? And I think, you know, a lot of times what we see is one of the spouses, I'm not going to totally just make it about men versus women because I don't think that's the case because we have a lot of entrepreneurial, you know, females or, you know, a lot. Um, that we see, but you know, a lot of times one of the spouses is doing a ton of research is super passionate about something and they're, they know they've done a hundred or a thousand hours of research into something and the other spouse hasn't. Mm -hmm. And even I, you know, I struggle with this too, of, you know, having a vision or wanting to accomplish something, but I don't necessarily do the best job communicating that to the people around me, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, how do I take part in this and how does this fit into where we're going? And you know, how, how do we take the next step? 
mm-hmm. because that's that's a big thing to tackle. And so I think it's a matter of that process that we take people through helps kind of frame all that in and keep the spouses united um, and and holding the hand of both of them so that they can uh, can stay together. And I think the other point I want to make is, um, you know, our church had this kind of sermon or whatever, and it was talking about, um, you know, a lot of churches, the pastors, you know, we may look at the pastor and the, and the staff of the church as, you know, the players on the field and we're in the stands watching them and all the things that they're doing. And, you know, our pastor gave this, um, you know, sermon or whatever. And he basically was saying like, no, we want to be the coaches on the sideline and God wants you to be on the field playing. You know, we are the hands and feet, you know, the kingdom of God and God wants to work through us. And I think to me, A, that was just an amazing message and visual, but B, and it relates to what we're trying to do with Uncommonwealth Partners and Uncommonwealth.com and the seven sources of residual income is we want people to play, you know, like this isn't about you and I having all the answers. It's about highlighting different people that have systems and proven processes and experiences that deliver results. And I'm saying like more financial results or business related results. And and you can take what those people have done and implement it for what you're passionate about and make money and yes. have the life that you want and design things the way that you want them to. And we're just really a guide in that process and trying to uncover all these different things. There's just so many different ways to make money now uh, outside of the stock market. And so I just think that's a huge part of what we're doing. And I just love that message of like, we want you to get on that field and play, you know? Yes. And that's uh, the reason why we had Uncommon Life Project is because we wanted to highlight these people that are doing these things that are uncommon in that yeah. they don't feel like they're working. They, and granted, this is a, it's a tough road, right? Like this mm-hmm. is not for the faint of heart yet the, the, the values and the core values and the experiences that we get are, they're just priceless. Like that's mm-hmm. all there is to it. Like it is a tough path to be beating down, especially this uncommon path, especially being financial advisors in this world that mm-hmm. uh, you need a Roth IRA and you need that. Stop. We are going against the flow and I couldn't be more excited for it. And I can't wait to edify your point to be co-pilots with mm-hmm. our clients because they are our, our best assets. We help coach them on the field. Mm-hmm. They're doing it. Yeah. And it is exciting. It's exciting to get a, a challenge, a win, a loss, but we're always learning. And Brian and I get the opportunity to learning the most because these oh, people yeah. are like, we get to pour into many, many people's lives as they go down this path the messages that we're getting on a weekly basis now of like, I'm looking at this franchise, I'm looking at this yes. property, I might yep. buy this business, I might sell this thing to get this. What do you think? Here are the numbers. This is what my wife thinks. All yep. those factors and like helping families make decisions, um, you know, on a weekly basis now is just, yeah, like we, we learn so much and we see so many different situations. And I think that's where we come from a point of experience of just like, man, we have seen so much and are seeing so many different deals that we can put a pair of eyes on, on your specific situation and bring all that context and experience of all these other people to yours and maybe help you see something you haven't seen. Um, totally. Either from a risk standpoint or from even a upside standpoint, like, man, you should do this. Sure. Um, so, so I, 
so here's quick another thing too. I think community is something that we need to talk through and just how important community is for the average person when they go down any path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to have people, peers that they can bounce ideas off of is invaluable. Mm-hmm. Like it is so priceless when you can just call somebody and be like, hey, what are, and they're, you know that they've either struggled with it or they're going to struggle with it, but you respect and love their opinion and you're asking for advice. That community is something amazing. So yeah. Quickly. Well, so I think I, I wanted to touch on this real quick because I think it's a factor of, you know, one of the seven sources that we break out is network marketing. And I think why network marketing is so attractive for so many is the community aspect, but mm-hmm. also, you know, being around people that are making money, you know, typically they're making, and it's, you know, the negative side is like, well, how much are they truly making? What are you doing to get there? I think the other downside mm-hmm. of network marketing is like, you know, is this person helping me because it's in my best interest or telling me these things because it's for my best or is it because it's they're financially incentivized to do so? So I think there's some definite quirks to that and things you need to be careful of. But I think that's one of the attractiveness to network marketing is having a mentor and in having someone model successful practices for you on how to monetize what you're passionate about. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then also that sense of community, you know, the events and the nomenclature and the, you know, just different things that you're in the people that you see of like mind, like that is a huge draw. And I think that's what we're trying to build with uncommon wealth is now a community where people can plug in and network and, and find people of like mind um, so that you know that you're not alone. And this isn't as risky as you think, you know, buying a rental yeah. property or starting something it's it's just starting mm-hmm. somewhere. Sure. So let's talk about how do you find your mentor or coach? First, I think you need to know where you want to go. <laughs> And if you don't know that, there's a great conversation that you and your wife could have of like, hey, what does the next five years look like for you, ideally? Um, then I think when you figure out that, decide if you want to pay for it or you don't or can't, um, how important it is in that thing, how fast you want to go. And then once you sit down with either a mentor or coach, set expectations. Mm-hmm. Those are huge. And even before that, I think that you can go back in your life and think about all the coaches and mentors that you had in your life and figure out the most impactful. And if you can remember, how did they coach? How did they mentor? What were things that they did or how do they motivate you? Because the way that Brian is motivated is completely different than the way I motivate. Um, For example, he loves to make lofty goals that are like pie in the sky. And if he can hit it, he hits the moon. If you, you know, stars and he hits the moon. I'm the guy who's like, if I can't hit a goal, man, like I'm defeated, frustrated. And so different people are wired differently. And so if you can think about the coaches and mentors in your life, remembering how they coached and mentored you and got you motivated and encouraged is important, I think. Mm-hmm. And then when you sit down with those people, set expectations. What does this look like? Um, define success for those people. And that's something Brian and I would always ask our clients is what does a successful relationship look like for us? Because we want to know the right answer because we want everyone to be happy and unmet expectations are absolute killers for relationships. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say for that whole thing. Um, Obviously we all know how powerful coaches are in our lives and mentors. um, But something that we wanted to at least devote some specific time for, yeah, um, totally. So any final thoughts? We got a minute and 23 seconds. Come on. I think the other side of it is, like you said, of just interviewing different people and you are driving your bus and you can get people onto your bus and you can kick people off of your bus. And so if you have a mentor or a coach that just isn't jiving uh, with what 
you're thinking or feeling and then find another one, you know, yeah. and, um, you're in control of your, of your bus. And so, uh, you know, we'd love to be a part of your bus too, as a coach, uh, or a mentor, if you want to get into this business. Um, and then, yeah, if you just want to, Hey, we need help, uh, getting shoulder to shoulder and accomplishing things financially. Uh, that's our sweet spot. And so, yeah, if you look at our website, uncommonwealth.com, you can schedule a free 15 minute consultation and we can take you kind of talk you through, our process in that. And, um, yeah, that's yeah. all I got. Well, Hey, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Brian and I think that we're going to spend about 15 minutes on something and ended up stretching it out for another <laughs> eight. <laughs> You've been listening to the uncommon life project. I am your host, Philip Ramsey. And I am Brian Dewhurst and we always appreciate the ratings and subscribing to our channel. Absolutely. So until next time, go be uncommon. Thank you. Thanks everybody. Bye. That's all for this episode of the Uncommon Life Project, brought to you by Uncommon Wealth Partners. Be sure to visit UncommonWealth.com to learn more about our services. Don't miss an episode as we introduce you to inspiring people who are actively pursuing an uncommon life.